have future wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. If I don't get the first leg warrant, I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Two Units podcast. The Melbourne Spring Carnival may be gone, but we still have specs across five states on today's show, including the Cranbourne Cup. We've also got footies fodder, the Sultan's Supper, pack your nags. And as always, we're going to round out the show with our two units, our best bets from around Australia. Salts, it's uh, it's it's been a couple of weeks, mate, and uh, the uh, footy fatigue certainly set in for me. How are you tracking? Yeah, I'm not tracking too bad. I do have some post-carnival fatigue. It was pretty hectic there for a couple of weeks. To be honest, I'm actually looking forward to this weekend's racing just to put the spring carney behind me i had i was a little bit like my my beloved melbourne storm with the spring carney i throughout the lead up rounds i just ran around and was just trouncing everyone and just <laughs> treating bookies with just severe disrespect and then it got to the big stage and i sort of put in my worst performance so i'm looking forward to bouncing back this weekend and yeah it, going it down can really level that we can really level you quickly the game, can't so it? So quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> Melbourne Melbourne Cup Day is going to – I want to wipe that day from my memory forever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mate, onwards and upwards for the yep. Two Units podcast. Hey, let's kick into footies fodder this week. We couldn't help but get out the tweet early on Tuesday. We saw old Dazza Culpin down there at Hamilton uh, took the wrong horse to the track. So Tom Shout, one of his horses, was out – um, it was about two minutes or three minutes till jump, and uh, they identified that they'd t- taken the wrong horse to the races. So on the back of that, we want to know what what's the biggest cock-up you've made at work? And uh, there were some sheepish people that just sort of went into their shell, didn't they, Salts, this week? Yeah, they did. There were a few that, rightly so, I wouldn't say my biggest cock-ups publicly. But, uh, mate, going back to that, does he, mu- he must have a lot in work. Has he got... One or two hundred in work or something. Yeah, it? well, I, I had a look through his stable, and he he's got he's got six on the books, mate. So I <laughs> mean, you can un, you can understand it's How an many easy are mistake to make. Or all are all six? I think like, I think in, I think I think six six are tried. Yeah, so there's six all okay. in work. And oh, uh, that's fair enough. If you had six kids, you'd you'd take the wrong one to school yeah. when the other one's not at school yet. So yeah, nah, I mean, fair it's just, enough. Under 20% chance, like, you know, they're not great odds. Just put they're... one in the truck, in the float, and <laughs> cross your fingers. He's the track manager too. I think he's actually on site. He's local, so <laughs> could, have just, could have just run the big fella over. Anyway, <laughs> mate, we got a few honourable mentions from our uh, from the fodder tweet, and uh, you're going to kick things off. We're going up to Aubrey Mitch Beer, who, congrats, looks like he put together his first house this week, and then the units might be heading up to a bit of a... Uh, spare room um i hear there's a double in the spare room which is good because i like to sprawl out when i'm sleeping so it should be good bring a spare mattress mate because you'll be on the floor uh, slumber party <laughs> Ooh, slumber. uh but this is a good one so was in the first at kyneton and went to kilmore one day <laughs> couldn't work out why everyone else was running late <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a fair cock up. What's the if you're the connections and his messages through? Hey guys, um, just apologies. Oh, I've taken it to the wrong track. I reckon that's one of the ones where you just have to laugh. 
I had one like that the other day. I bought a lemon meringue pie for, for a family dinner and I got out of the car and I dropped it on its thing and it was covered in grass. And then I looked up and said to my sister, if I don't laugh now, I'll cry. And then I, I didn't laugh. <laughs> That's too good. Hey, I got on the on the subject of food here, I got another honorable mention from Jake Pauletto. Uh he used to deliver pizzas in his uni days and he uh, got caught in the cool room, not doing what you think you'd be doing at work, but he was stuffing handfuls of cheese into his gob for a snack. That's that's fat joke territory, Jake. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really like ter- territory out there, JP. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love really stuffing mo- it was mozzarella, he said, and that's a real yeah. cheese that needs to be melted like that tastes yeah. like an absolute rubber gumboot unless it's melted on a piece <laughs> it is it's absolute yeah. rubber isn't it what's your <laughs> cheese what's your cheese of choice just it's off the really... cuff salts i like vintage cheddar I, I do like lots of cheeses geez we had a nice um crumbly mersey valley this afternoon didn't we that was nice <laughs> absolutely sent that yeah <laughs> evaporated yeah, um anyway calories uh... don't count mate so i got one here stormy morn winds filled mm. up Brand new diesel Hilux with petrol, or as those people in the know, us tradies in the know, old Luxie. <laughs> Cost him 450 bucks. So glad I didn't start her up. Never did tell the boss. <laughs> oh, mate. I tell you what. I've actually I've actually done this before. <laughs> I what took, comment, uh, yeah, I took the lovely to the movies one night, and on the way I had to fill up with, with fuel, and I uh, just... Bought a, like a new car as a secondhand car, and uh, yeah, filled it filled it to the brim with unleaded, and I actually drove it. And uh, instead of sitting in watching a movie, we were sitting in a tow truck together, going <laughs> to the mechanics. So what a beautiful evening. Yeah, chivalry's once... not dead in the foot household, <laughs> <Yeah>. my friend. <laughs> I once put um, nine, unleaded ninety five instead of ninety eight in my high power world class video. So video. <laughs> Car. <laughs> so on, I was a bit, hey, what about this one? This is a good one. This is a good one. You'll like this one because you know it. We had a mate that was asked to take minutes for a meeting once. A real sort of youngster, real learning the traps. And, and the boss said, mate, do you, can you just take the minutes for this meeting, mate? And he goes, yeah, 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 no worries. No worries, mate. So we get to the end of the meeting and, and the boss is like, you got those minutes, mate. Um, we'll share those with the apologies. He goes, yep, no worries, mate. 45 minutes and 38 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> old <laughs> old Oats. <laughs> oh, that was flying. That was that flying, was flying wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, old oh, flying. Good. Real space, Jeez. get it. Real sort of yeah. art. Yeah. I'll leave that yeah. one. Go. <laughs> this, one's, this one's for you, mate. <laughs> All right. Hey, mate, I've got the winner this week, and I didn't mind this one, and it was from Adam Bain Boone. And uh, he thought he thought he was taking a sample of raw milk at work. So uh, the silo that he was ha- that had obviously stored the milk had a different sample point to what he had seen before. So he accidentally took the sample point off, and it was the old switcheroo. And instead of a little bit of sample hitting the old lips, he had six thousand liters of milk hit him in the face and then run down the driveway. <laughs> You know, the best thing would have been is if like someone was standing behind the silo and it happened and then they just stepped out and they go, got milk. <laughs> oh, well done, that's Michael That's the Bain. ultimate. So well done, Michael Bain. Speaking of Bain, what do you think about this one, mate? Oh, you think darkness is your ally, but you merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, no. molded in it. <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> no, no, that's awful gear. Better. Rachel, yeah. Rachel, where's your dirt and hooter? All right, Shut yeah, one on Bainey. Right. Yeah, all right. Adam Bain, you get a $100 booze bud voucher courtesy of the units. Hey, our other honorable mentions, we're going to flick you some stubby holders. Now, we are on a bit of a backlog with stubby holders at the moment. we got a few new ones arriving this week. We actually had one of our mates who mentioned on the show last week, Lasquetti. Uh, he got stuck into the two units safe at Stakes Day kick-ons last week. So we've <laughs> lost half our merch, uh, went walkabouts. Um, yeah, so we, we we had to order more in because our mates are pickpockets. Uh, well, That's mate, right. Speaking of Stakes Day kick-ons, that, that leads nicely into the Salt and Supper this week. It does. Who you got coming? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring, bring the uh, Flemington track staff. So... You know, we were having a few orange sherbets on the deck <laughs> yeah. after Stakes Day. And, you know, it was like 9, 9.30 at night. It was, it was pitch black. and, and we, were, about, we, were at the, we were at the six furlongs. We were looking straight down the Yeah, gates. yeah. We were straight down the old diddle diddle. And they were out there bloody mowing the lawn and raking it and stuff. Like, mm. that's, like, you know, what? I guess they're getting paid. But I don't know. Anytime you're working at 9.30 on a Saturday in the dark mowing lawns, yeah. I reckon you can come have some dinner. And also as well, the track throughout the carnival was just absolute perfection, wasn't it? They mm. to, to last that many meets with that high traffic and, and play so well, well done. Geniuses, yep. absolute perfection. Mate, I have uh, one invite coming to the supper this week and it's a little bit left field. So I'm a bit of a straight shooter on the supper. But uh, I'm inviting a little guy along called Wrinkle the Duck. And uh, <laughs> it's not actual dinner salts. I'm actually inviting a duck. And this <laughs> this duck ran the New York Marathon earlier this week. So no, it's, it's, no, it's extraordinary no, stuff. <laughs> Mate, he had little like webbed shoes for his webbed feet and stuff. It was extraordinary. <laughs> and the kicker for this though, so I'm... I'm New York Marathon alumni, so it's, you, you, you're talking to an aerobic beast here, right? <laughs> I've, jogged, I've jogged the New York Marathon in three hours. Like, you know, I, I've completed this six or seven years ago. <laughs> right. <on. laughs> and a guy I completed it with, uh, one of my mates, Hosco, he had a bit of a bad morning at the marathon and he and he blew up big time and uh, he ran about four hours 50. He was injured. He's a good athlete. He was injured. But I've crunched some numbers, Salts. So during the week and wrinkle the duck came in at 449 and he's knocked Hosko off by a minute so me mate Hosko he's been beaten in the New York marathon by a duck oh, what an absolute joke what a, what a terrible existence oh no so wrinkle the duck can, real gutsy can, effort can I just backtrack well here did, mm. did that actually happen like a duck put yeah. shoes on and ran the yeah. New York marathon <laughs> mate we only break Where real news he? was he on a leash or something how did he follow the know, course I didn't follow the whole thing. I, just, I, I saw one had article last was... night, Cantonese, and the skin is so good. Bit of hoist in, but it wasn't wrinkles. Wrinkles would be. I would. I would never eat wrinkles because he's a hall of famer. He's one of the best ducks I've ever known. We have gone on for too long here. Yeah. Um, okay. Packing eggs. You got anything to send packing this week before we uh, get into the real stuff? Just quickly, didn't have anything, but. Uh, we were going to start this about, what, 40 minutes ago? And we've yeah. been fiddling around with technology for that long. The exact same setup we have every week just automatically just decides to stop working. And I bet everyone 
has that in their lives. So it just stops working and, and it doesn't yeah. tell you why. No rhyme, no reason. <laughs> so technology, when it goes wrong, catch ya. It was me on the other end asking you to unplug it and plug it back in again. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> Your blood wasn't boiling at all. <laughs> oh, let's get into right. some racing, huh? Yeah, let's go to a break and we'll be back after this with Salt Specs. Top Sport is bringing you something that's better than the best and better than the rest. It's best of the best multis. Your top odds are guaranteed. Just place a best of the best multi across any Saturday Metro meeting to score yourself the top fluck or top dividend from the three national totes on each leg. How's that for top dollar? Download the app today and bet your way. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Best of the best not available WA races. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back, listeners. It's time for Salt's Specs across five states this week. Uh, we had to just take a short five-minute break here because Salt's has lost the plot over uh, over <laughs> old mate Wrinkle the Duck, and he's gone into an absolute Google and Instagram web in the break, Salt's. Mate, I've found Wrinkle's Instagram. How's its handle? Seductive. <laughs> D-U-C-K. But we've, we've, we've actually stuffed up here. We've been a bit sexist because Wrinkle actually has pronouns and it's she, her. Oh, okay. So Wrinkle Sorry has wrinkle. won the women's yeah. division Jeez. and Wrinkle has taken Sheesh. to the red carpet at the Bushwick Film Festival. So, <laughs> and, and noted that she didn't make a poopy. So, yeah. <laughs> we need to be getting those right. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Come yeah, on, that's guys. true. That's so anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe your face at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, let's head into the spec segment. So five tracks, five states this week, Salts. We're going to kick things off at Cranbourne, so, or as we like to call it, Cranbourne, and it's Cup Day down there, and the forecast is looking slightly disappointing for a track that gets a standalone Saturday, mate, let's be honest. Well, I can't believe that there's a Saturday meet here, to be honest. I'm, like, I'm going to find four out of four winners, but I can't believe it. But, um, look, it's a nice little segue because you're going to need to be a duck here. I reckon Wrinkles could take out the Cranbourne Cup. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> it's going to be very wet. It'll be proper yeah, heavy. It like, is, it'll be it a is. proper heavy track. Mate, it couldn't yep. even get to a 10. It's going to be Armageddon in Melbourne tomorrow. I think it'll probably fence will will be off as, as the meet progresses. Yeah, I called in early salts and cancelled my eight thirty AM PT session outside just uh, just in case. You know, I thought I'd take Good safety move, precautions. Thanks, mate. Um, hey, let's head to race three salts. It's uh, for the three. It's a three year old handicap over the twelve hundred. You got a couple of little plays here to kick things off. I do. There's only one horse in the field with any like proper form on a soft seven or worse, and that's True Nobility. I'm going to play that for half a unit. That's $8.50. Strong maiden win. That was on the wet track and was eased from a wide draw instantly back in trip last start at the Valley and just got back too far. It's like was on the back foot and then sort of had to do too much to catch back up and actually ended up running the fourth fastest last 200 of of the night and that was on Manicato night. So I think true nobilities, but really the only thing I can see knocking off the favourite. And that's Scissor Step. And I'll back Scissor Step for a unit because he was safe for this after bypassing 1,400 metres last week. I'm unsure on a proper wet track, but he's hard fit and he's the clear, clear class in the race. And that's going to mm. take him a long way. He's still a really fast 1,200 metre 
race last start behind generation. I think class takes him a long way. Scissor step one unit, true nobility, half a unit. Excellent, mate. Uh, let's head to race four now, which is the Shooting Stars class three over the 1500. A weird little race, this one, Salts, but you like a couple, uh, you like, you're liking to play a couple in this one. Yes. P.S. How good are those shooting stars memes when like people dive and then they send them into outer space? I was going to talk about that oh, a bit wow. later. You, you've absolutely oh, beat me to it, but go on, go, sorry, go, go. Bro, sorry. All right. So I'm going to play our Lone Star and Lyrical Lad for a unit each. I think our Lone Star looks primed here second up. Got swooped on by one that was further back fresh, but he did run well against the pattern behind maybe the best who was hard fit. On the back of some lovely trials, I think it looks a nice race for him, 1,500, yes. Lyrical Lad, also save for this from Packenham Thursday night, as you would because it's worth a lot of money, this race, 150 grand. Mm. But was really good last start in a hot form race, was wide throughout and stayed on. So, you know, the beaten margin doesn't read that well, but I thought the run had plenty of merit. That was 1,400 second, second up staying at 1,400 from a first up run. So step into the mile now. I think he's primed. Our Lone Star, Lyrical Lad. Sure. And our Lone Star's at 480, Lyrical Lad's at 550. Hey, didn't you have a three-bet a three bet play in this race? Are you, are you missing are you missing anyone? Uh, who's the other one, mate? Might have got scratched. Um, horse <laughs> horse oh, number seven? Magnus Fallatio. <laughs> or Bellagio. <laughs> mate, the Bellagio train's coming to town. The Kilmore and- Killer. Kilmore Killers coming to town. We've got the V-line set up, rolling down. I don't know. I don't know. My Vic geography is not great. Cranbourne has a metro line. Okay, it's the end good. of the line. I don't know if Kilmore does, but we're coming from Kilmore <laughs> to Cranbourne for the 150K, the pink silks of Bellagio. I'm, I'm bloody pumped. I'm, Mate, nothing improves a horse's chances like ownership, and I'm going to be piling in at 14. No, it's actually Magnus actually opened 11 bucks, and I reckon he'll jump over 20s. Simon, I think he might drown, but I hope he runs well. Simon Zara, good money in it for you. Simon Zara, I quote, said to me, he's allergic to water. But I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he drinks water. I think they have to inject water into this horse. He drinks but, cordial. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no way that I'm, I'm not going to go and watch my horse run in town. We're calling it town. And, it's uh, a metro mate, mate. And not back me horse. So I'm really excited for Sad Day. And it's a it's a really unique race. It's like it's a class three. You can't have had more than nine starts. And yeah, it's some other conditions, set weights and all that. Good luck, so mate. it's Line a bit the niche. It's a bit niche, but yeah, the connections will be there in force anyway, Salt. So uh, let's move on, mate, to race five, which is the Rosemount Stud um, pendant over the 1400. And uh, I'm going to. I'm going to uh, fly in now for an actual tip and I'm going to be, I'm looking to bet around the favorite in this race. The favorite's April Rain and uh, she's at two bucks or a dollar 90. You probably won't even get it, get her in the black on race day. I was on her on cup day and on track. It was one of the most frustrating watches of all time. And I just can't have it two bucks when she's drawn three and some, I, I don't know, something similar may happen there. So I'm going to, Bet around her. I like Belle Placia, and this horse is fifteen bucks and three dollars fifty the place. And I like this horse as a one by three play, bit of value. Ran on really well on debut in Oz at Geelong, then ran a really nice fourth in the same race as April Rain on Cup Day. But 
the thing that gets me across the line is she loves the slop. Her heavy form in New Zealand is two from two. Um, those wins were really solid to the eye, just looking back at the replays. So price is good, 15 bucks, 350 Bell Placier, one by three play in race five. Uh, let's head to race six now, Salts, which is the Apache Cat Classic over the 1,000. And uh, there's a couple here that we like. We love a baldy face. He's a beautiful horse, Apache Cat. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to play two. Fast and deep, I'll play for half a unit. Terribly weighted, but gets a set up to suit. It's way up in grade, but there's just not one second up run throughout her lightly race uh, career, might I add, where she hasn't improved. So with a wet deck, some weight relief, and a softer map, she can run much better than the price suggests. She did it tough here fresh in a much easier race, but she lugs some weight. She gets some weight relief, and look, she loves the slop. I think she can run well. I think she runs better than the price suggests. I want to have something on. The others bless her. I know you like her as well, and you can touch on her a bit too. So I'll make this short and sharp. But the firm deck and race shape was against last start. I'm willing to just compl- – it was so bad that sometimes those runs, when they're that bad, it's actually good because they're so mm. bad that it's not true. So you just forgive yep. that, go off the pass form, back to wet huge. Yes, blinkers come off, all her best forms without him. Yeah, no, well said, mate. And yeah, fast and deep, 16 bucks. So good value there with salts for half a unit. And I'm also with bless her. I'm I'm really keen on her. And yeah, as you mentioned, just complete forgive job at Flemington. Good three, not sure she relished the straight. She's much more suited to uh, rain-affected ground. Um, and as you said, blinkers come off. Hopefully that'll help her relax a bit. And I reckon she's going to have last say. So bless her at 370, pretty keen in race six. Yeah, she's got a great uh, map just to track the speed, which looks pretty genuine here. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Hey, let's uh, head to the feature race. So it's race seven, the uh, coveted Cranbourne Cup hey, over the can mile. I, can I just butt in here? Yeah, mate. Why is it the Cranbourne Cup? Because the Cranbourne Cup has always been like over... 2,000 metres, like Dr. Drill won it one year. Mm. It's, I don't – anyway, food for thought. Good question. I actually did look at it and go weird mile cup, but anyway, yeah. let's move on. Yeah. Um, mate, I'm, I'm, you're not going to play in this race, nah, but I'm, nah. I'm going to have an I'm going to have an each-way bet because it it's open as all get out, and I'm backing – the locally trained, no effort here at a big price in the Leopard Prince Silks, baby. Um, she is rock hard fit. Um, she's drawn 16. And I think the instructions from Gavin Bedgegood to Bo Mertens will be absolutely send it. So she's been up a long time. I think since April with just a freshen in June, July there somewhere. Yeah, probably 2018, you're right. <laughs> um, her last two starts have been in the Group 3 Naturalism. Uh, where she wasn't disgraced and then just outclassed in the group one might and power just there in a small field to no doubt pocket some some nice prize money. Um, drops back to the mile here. She's rock hard fit. I think she can sustain a hot tempo and her wet form statistics are as good as any horse you'll see. So I think no effort just at that 20 bucks and $5.50 for a small each way bet. If you're interested in playing something at the Cranbourne Cup and don't want to pile into anything short in the market, I reckon she's great value. So I'm going to play no effort there in, in the cup. Yeah, there's a, there's a case to be made for what you've said in terms of you've got a very wet 1,600-meter race with good tempo on paper. You need a horse that can run 2,000 meters. Yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're like a Buffalo River and you're sort of – 
take short steps at the end of the mile, even though he loves the wet. I, don't, I just don't think you run run out this trip in those conditions. And if she's not fit, then I'm not fit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not fat. Race nine, a benchmark 70 <laughs> over 1,300 metres. Imperial Hilton, this, this guy's a very good horse, tuned up with three trials from the Paddy Payne Yard, three trials, getting him ready. First two, awfully soft, as is the case a lot of the times with this yard. And, and the third was soft too, but it was, it was much more forward work. And I just think he's going better places than 70 grade. Really smart win, fresh last prep when he was unsuited a 1,000 metres and then bolted in Adelaide at his next start. I think he's a good horse. And I think by this time of day, race nine, I think that, that wide line is probably going to be the place to be. So I'm happy to play him just for 0.85 of a unit. First up, 1,300 on a wet track. Yeah, nice at six fifty there. Imperial Hilton, Talia Hope claim as well to round out that card. Saltsy, uh, let's head now to Doombin. I've just got a couple of quick smash and grabs at Doombin. I'll, I'll take it away. I won't. I won't take up too much time. Race one, eleven forty. My favourite distance. Uh, Heroic Sun at three dollars fifty. So. Uh, this is his second start, bolted in his first start over this track, 1,050. He's, he's a funny watch, Salt's so actually showed you the race today. Um, he got asked at the 300, and he didn't realise he was actually a racehorse until the 200, and he got punched out for a pretty good debut win, and he finds another very winnable race here, drops one kilo on that. There's a really short price favourite in this race. It's a Golan filly, who's a first starter. Her trial was very quiet i don't know what's under the bonnet so I'm, I'm happy to side with heroic son with the race fitness and experience in race one at 350 and they call me old bookends foot because i'm going to race nine at doombin <laughs> as well to round it out it's a benchmark 85 over the 1350 and another little one by three play salts and it's a horse called don't stop uh, I marked this horse's one to watch out of its last start in Class 6 company over 1,200. Uh, it was that race that I tipped Gogol in and Contemptuous won, just beat uh, Gogol, who looks a pretty sickie. smart horse. Yeah, it was a real sickie, to be honest. Uh, he looked. This horse, Don't Stop, looked a bit flat and then a bit run off his feet and then rallied late. And I loved his work over the last 100. And it's going to get out to the 1350 here, uh, up in class, but gets in light. So 13 bucks and $3.30, don't stop. Race nine, happy to have a one by three play at Doombin. And fingers crossed we uh, keep the good form in Queensland going. Nice, mate. Good luck. And might have heard that once or twice before. What's the next track, mate? Uh, Morfittville Parks, mate, back on our favourite favorite track at the uh at the parks and uh what we know it's going to be pretty stinking in victoria is that going to transfer to to the city of churches or what well it's absolutely pissing down as we speak thursday evening the track was bone dry earlier in the week anticipating the rain it's going to be a soft seven maybe heavy it's going to be a wet track yep okay and let's kick things off mate in race two which is a three-year-old maiden, and you've got something here that you like on the track and off the track. I do. I don't mind a, a pudding. Uh, you know what I really love? My, my favourite type of desserts are what I call hot, cold contrast. So oh, you have like terrific a, cold. Yeah, like a, a sticky hot, date. Like a sticky date pudding or, or a oh. chocolate self-sourcing pudding that's hot yeah. with ice cream that's cold. You get them on the same spoon, and it's just outstanding. So yeah. for that very reason, I'm going to back pudding here. <laughs> it was tight for room 
in much of his debut run, and he was jogging until out too late. And I really liked his late work. Reckon twelve fifty meters suits him more than the favourite. Totally discreet, who's still doing a bit wrong, and and he's been running around a thousand meters. Got to get to twelve fifty, and old mate sticky date puddings by Tavistock. I, I think he's going to relish the extra trip, and you know the breeding says he shouldn't have a problem with the wet. And I, I just I can't believe it's two forty versus six. I, I'll bet him for a unit. I think he runs really well, pudding. Yeah, I'm following. I'm following you in there, mate. Yep. That'll be good. That you've, you've convinced me. The hot cold contrast definitely got me across the line in race <laughs> two. <laughs> Let's head to race four, mate. It's hey, it's all you at Morfordville Park. So yeah. The um, the mayor, the mess. You clear. I couldn't find anything I really liked there. Uh, benchmark sixty over the thousand. The dash for cash around the parks. You've got a little two bet play for us. Yeah, I like two at odds here. I think there'll be a good speed and. The ones at the top of the market just don't really have a have a ratings profile to give them an edge, and and there's a few that can bob up, and I think Kishtar is one I'll back for 0.75 units. Was only fair last start at 1100 meters, but that was in a far deeper race, way back in class for this. Back to a thousand meters, wet going is a tick, and tracks a good speed. I, I think over the odds, that's Kishtar. The other's Possum Born for uh, 0.45 units. Unsure. That's my favourite stake of yours, That's my actually. first ever 0.45 Yeah, I was about to say, stake. I've never lost on a 0.45 yeah. unit stake. Well, I was just the doing sale. the math. I wanted to return. I wanted it to, to return 12 units clear if it won. You know, I don't, you don't want to back a roughie uh, and only get you. like four units. So, yeah, 0.45 units. Unsure on the genuine wet, but only had a 600 metre jump out, but... Seem to travel really well. It's a fast horse, so it would. But I guess, I guess it's just a hit out. But I, I just think the price is wrong. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play well, it. Well, well, possum born. So your point four five unit is possum born at twenty seven bucks. Yep. And Kish Star, which is your three quarts of a unit, is at twelve dollars. So a little bit of value for listeners in race four there. Uh, Salty, we're going to head to race five now, which is a benchmark 82 over 22.50, and you've got one here. I do. One I think is, over the odds, is exalted ambition. Now, I'm just looking up here. Noble Heights is in at Cranbourne and still in race eight, over 2,500 metres. So not sure what that does, but... I think the price discrepancy is too big. I'll have 0.85 units on Exalted Ambition. and He's been up, like most Adelaide stayers, since 2012, but he's weighted to be very dangerous here. He's just 52.5 kilos. The featherweight actually rates him a length clearer than X-Best, which is Noble Heights on their current form. So with that price discrepancy, I'm happy to bet. He's got wet form, but it's quite inconsistent. Like He's won on a heavy 10, and then he's had fails, so... He's just a bit of an inconsistent horse. I won't fully whack him, but his run last start over 2,500 was really good. He found the line well. So back in trip a little bit on a wet track, I, I think he stays the trip and runs well. So he's at six bucks. What If, if uh, Noble Heights does come out at 250, that's going to you know smash in terms of deductions. Um, are, yep. you still, are you still going to be sticking yeah, the same? Yeah, I'll have the same stake just because... The reason why it's just a little bit of a smaller stake is just due to his inconsistencies. Like I'm not entirely sure which one's going to turn up, but I know if he does turn up, he'll probably win. Mate, tell me Matt Kamani's not sitting in his living room at home right now and not knowing where Noble Heights goes. Both wet tracks, 
Yeah, not sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, race six, mate, is a benchmark 82 over the 12.50, and you got a little half a unit play for us in the, in the six. Yeah, another roughie. I've got value galore. It's only value if it wins, but got quite a few at a price at, at Morfordville. Even me two units later on is, is going to be at a price in Adelaide. But Tregeve, I think it's pronounced. Try, yeah, that's T-R-Y-G-V-E. That's... Trigave, that's what I'm going to go with. And I was going to go with Trigva. Trigve? Yeah. Nah, Trigave sounds better, mate. Trigave, I'm going with Trigave. I like it. Up in class, but he is an egg that takes a few to get fit, and I reckon he might be ready to run a race. He was on speed and faded badly fresh, but just a fitness run. Second up, he was wide no cover and kept coming. I think this distance is a bit of a query, but... He's going to be the one that's smoking the pipe midfield off a good tempo and letting rip with a very light weight. He's in with 52.5 with the Tropo-Opo claim. So, and, and the wet ground for him is no issue. So, yeah, oh, I think he runs a lot better than this 23 suggests. Yep. 23 bucks, 550 the price there. Uh, you'll get for half a unit with Trigeve we're going with. Hey, what about me old boy there, Salts? Kenyan Wonder, the six-year-old running around. Can you remember how obsessed I was with that as a three-year-old? Oh, my God. <laughs> I used to think that horse was wings. It did win. Was, well, it's because it won, it won a few good races. Yeah, it was, it was good as a, yeah, as a good three-year-old. Yeah. It just stopped winning. Yeah. All right. Hey, um, let's head to Newcastle, Salts, where we've got a few tips uh, and you'll likely have more out on the race club come Saturday. You haven't really delved completely into that, but you've got three races that you're going to preview today. What can we expect up there? Is there any danger of getting a good track in Australia this week or what? Well, mate, this is a terrific drying track. It's currently a soft five Thursday evening. Could get 10 mils tomorrow, but it's dry and really windy on race day. So I think it could be a five or even a four. I wouldn't be doing wet track form for Newcastle. That wind that I speak of is a very strong northwesterly and that's a headwind rounding for home. So I think the best position in run might be one off the fence and and forward of midfield, just covering up from that wind as you're rounding for home. But you don't want to make a long sustained run either from too far. When the wind's a headwind in the straight, if you have to come from the tail, you basically can't because it's in your face the whole time you're trying to make ground. So, yeah, forward to midfield with some cover I'm looking for. Outstanding. So, uh, race two, we're going to kick things off, which is the benchmark 78 race there over the mile. You like one? Yeah, there's one sacred command. He's actually in at Canterbury race four, and they've got James McDonald booked. This is another one where it's just like, tell us where you're going to go. Like, mm. surely they know where they're going to go. they got Tommy Berry booked in on Saturday and James McDonald booked on Friday night. Canterbury's a heavy track and he's drawn barrier 11. So I don't know. I hope he comes here because this looks a very winnable race for him. He, he was, he's been a moral beaten in his last two complete and utter moral should have won the both of them. And then he's outgraded here. So Barry takes over, which is a big tick. He had no luck last start. He, he got glinned. He got Glenn Schofield. So Barry takes <laughs> over. He's flying and, he gets a nice middle alley, and I think he, he parks forward to midfield off the fence with some cover and big track. I think he lets rip and wins a race. Yeah, outstanding. And you're looking at four bucks there for Sacred mm. Command in the Tiakau New Zealand Benchmark 78, which Sacred Command, I think, is actually an ex-Kiwi. So a little bit, is, yep. little bit of uh, 
romance there. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Maybe I'm just clutching. All right, let's head to race three. It's a class three highway over the 1300. Uh, what do you got for us? This is quite easily the best highway that has been before us in a long, long time. It, it is a corker of a highway. There's several I could bet on. There's several I've wanted to follow. I'm going to follow up on three here that are at a price. Street Power was excellent last start, was wide throughout, kept coming. That was over 1,100 metres, had one over 1,200 prior. I think a softer running transit will assist, and I think he can get the 1,300 metres with that cover. Going to back him for 0.75 of a unit. Mm -hmm. The other is Bean Hot. I was with Bean Hot last start, was really keen on it, ended up getting backed into favourite. It was travelling in the race like it was a matter of how far. It, it was going to win the race. That that I have little doubt. doubt. It got poleaxed on the bend. Not only did it get it poleaxed once, it got poleaxed about four times and then basically eased out of the race. I think he's a good horse. He needs some luck from this gate, but he does attempt to roll forward and if he can find some cover in the three-wide line, which will probably eventuate in this big field, I think he's a shout. He's flying. The other is Osei. Osei gets Tommy Berry on. Had a very poor run in transit last start, stepping to 14.50. Sat at the girth of the second place horse, which was fence in run. And he was outside the leader at the girth. It's just a horrible place to be. And, and he got keen. It was just a, an awful setup. I think back to 1,300 off a short backup. On a, on a good speed to, to help relax. I think he's going really well without winning and I think he can win the race as well and that's at a price too. That, that's for half a unit, Osei. Cool, so, I've so got, you got, yep. you got Osei for half a unit at $18. Yep. You've got Street Power 0.75 of a unit at $14. Yep. And you've got Bean Hot at $19 for what's your stake half a on unit. Bean Hot? Half, half a, a unit, unit. yeah. Right, I'll just touch on a couple others here as well. Like, I thought Casino Kid was worth following up in trip, but I think we might need it. You know, he's gone 11, 12, 13. He does get a bit far back. I think maybe 15 for him, but but can win. But he's also a bit too short, I think, at the sevens. There's better value in the race. Um, What was the other one I was looking at? Um, no, that was it, actually. Yeah. Yep, just those three. Jeez, well, Saltz is pretty... Um... Pretty pumped for the highway, I think. He's, he's, he's a beauty up. of a highway. It is really yeah. good. Yep. Yeah, nice. Yeah, like All right, it. good stuff, mate. Good luck. I'll follow you in on those Jeez. on those three. Uh, race six, the Beaufort, 2,300 metre handicap. Uh, you've got a little – you got a two-bet play no, here just for a one us, bet. Or? Just a one-bet here, mate. Oh, maybe I'm looking at your quality numbers. Yeah, I, I like um, Kiss the Bride, and I think he looks prime for this trip. He had – several runs at 1600 he went 1500 first up then 16 16 16 and then got to 2000 last day he's got a proper base he's hard fit the run at 2000 meters last start was a corker look he had no weight but he had to go way back from the tail in that rose hill gold cup one by think it over who got nine kilos off him but his last 400 meters was outstanding and and he did it against a bit of his racing pattern. He's, you, you know, when he won over 1,600 a few back, he led and dominated. He went back to the tail over 2,000 metres and rattled home. 
mm. really strong sectionals. I think he's prime for this trip. Shared ambition gets a little bit of weight off him from that. He's in well with the claim here that Dylan Gibbons three kilo claim to be in with 56 kilos. But look, he did a little bit of work early and, and some work in the middle stages, but Kiss the Bride ran past him like he was standing still. So I'm pretty keen that Kiss the Bride beats him home. The other is King's Charisma. That came up favourite. I I was almost going to tweet that I, I, I'd almost never seen that bigger unders in a Metro meet in Sydney for some time. King's Charisma. It's already, it's already gone from 370 yeah. to 440. Yeah. I, 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 it was the number one example of an informed jockey with an informed stable just getting taxed mm. out the ass because I couldn't believe it was favourite. It was just fair in that. Uh, yeah. Hoffman, Ma, Ma Eustace, yeah, Tommy Berry, twenty three hundred. It's a recipe. Yeah, it, it needs to improve stacks. Mm-hmm. So look, it might, and I might look like a dick, but it's why would you dive into a price when you when you're trying to project like such extraordinary improvement? Couldn't believe it was favourite. I'm heavily against that, and I like Kiss Abroad. Fair doubt. And that's at $5 on Top Sport. Kiss the Bride in the six. Uh, we're going to head to Ascot quickly, Salt. So I've got a little uh, smash and grab for us over there in Perth. Their carnival sort of going to start heating up and we're going to see the good locals come back over WA now. So certainly my eyes are starting to peel a little bit more to WA racing to see what's going on there. And uh, what do we got? The Hartley Colonel Reeves over 1100 race eight at Ascot. There's one here who's uh, no no stranger to winning horse races, and that's that's Elite Street at three dollars thirty, mate. I think this is just a case of winners win. Uh, he's been huge since being back in WA this prep after, let's be honest, a not so great Melbourne Spring last year. Came over with um, you know pretty big wraps on him and uh, ran in the William Reed and the Newmarket and was disappointing. Uh, the gate's a little tricky here, uh, drawn wide, but. Hopefully, Rewilla can find some cover and, and have the last look at him. I think with no Raiders coming over for this Perth uh, Carney, I think this is your winter bottom horse and the stable's going to want a pretty good showing here for this one. So race eight over there at Ascot. I really like Elite Street at 3.30, Salts. Yeah, and, and look, he's up to 1,100, which is good. And I was just looking through that race as you spoke and there's, you just, he, he's drawn 14, but you just know the speed's going to be on because there's a horse in this race that's one of the biggest psychopaths in the history of horse racing, and that's Starvin Mervin. Oh, like, yeah, he, he's, he's just running to try and get a feed first. He's that hungry. He's an absolute <laughs> nufty. He's got one gear. Like, he, they need to find just 800-meter races for him. He'd be, a, he'd be a ripper at that one at Remington where they race over, like, 300 meters. <laughs> he's a greyhound. Yeah, so the speed yeah. will be on. Yeah, excellent. Um, and mate, that's that rounds out the specs across five tracks, five states, which means we got to roll into our two units now. And whilst I'm getting, you know, rolling across the Nullarbor, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it and go first. And uh, my best bet this week comes in the Ascot Gold Cup over eighteen hundred meters in race six over there. And uh, I really like a horse here called Mister Delegator at four bucks. So last start over the mile at Ascot, mate, this thing won in arrogant fashion, just led them up, treated it like a barrier trial, and then went to the line under four grips. It was it was a ridiculous win. Um, harder here, but the thing I like about him is he lands on the speed, makes his own luck, 
just over a month between runs. So comes here on the fresher side, but has been up a while. So it's going to be fit enough and has also won up to 2,100 meters. So the 1,800 meters should be no issue. So whilst usually when I assess form, I'd see a month between runs to 1,800 as a bit of a knock, but I think that residual fitness and the win at 2,100 sort of cancels that out a bit. So I'm more than happy to uh, play Midnight Blue looks to be the danger in the race, uh, and I think he's going to cop some of the all-time Pikey Peters tax. So I reckon you can almost hold off on Delegator and um, probably get a better price on the day, but I'm really keen on Mr. Delegator at 4 bucks in race six in the uh, Ascot Gold Cup. Salts, give it, give it, uh, give it luck. Give, give him strength, mate. Good that's luck. I've actually. That's what I was after. Oh, I was yeah. going, give him strength shots. Yeah. No, nah, give him luck, man. You put a moron. I've actually got a bit of a personal vendetta against that horse, so, or at least the way it was written. I remember it, it won really well at Northern a few back, so then I followed it to town where it, it, the apprentice just went way too slow. So then I followed back up again, and then it lost. I lost twice in a row on it, and then. I went one twice in a row in classic punting fashion. Yeah, that is that is a classic. And actually yeah. just I, I saw that. I wanted to tip it on the show so bad, but I was like, nah, I, I've thrown myself away from it. Is that chill with TJ at Morfordville Parks this week? Did that get scrapped? Third, third up. No, I think it's in the field. I oh, yeah. Before. The I Volcano. Get them, mate. Yeah. Better to win. Haven't tipped it. All right. What do you got, mate? Morfordville Parks. I think you're a rep. Are you in that race, actually? Porterville Park's race nine, benchmark 60, 1,400. No, no, different go. race. Yeah, so 1,400 metres. I really, really like a horse, a mare here, Picaroon, a very lightly raced mare for the O'Leary stable. Ridden here by the Troppo Oppo. He takes two off, gets her in with 56 kilos. Comes to a really decent rating, 1,300 metre race at Bordertown Fresh, where they ran along. It was a fast race for the class. They ran along. She was dead set jog trotting, jog trotting, shuffle back key stage, jogging, 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 out far too late. Once she was out, not only did she zoom home and wish past the winner, wish, <laughs> whatever that means, and wish wish past the winner through the wish line, cut. but she was in the inferior ground as well. So look, all her form is on soft tracks, handles the soft tracks, although you know, that was the 62 at Bordertown last start, comes to town in a benchmark 60. But this isn't, it's quite a weak race when you look at it. It's it's, it's really weak. you got the favorite here, Cuban State, good horse, good enough horse, 60 kilos, barrier 13, first up, no wet form on a heavy track. Like, I can punch holes in that. I think residue is overrated in the market. I just think Pickering at $9 is the wrong price. I could I could halve that price in my mm-hmm. assess market and, and for that result I'm going to have a unit on and, and try and make them them pay and, you know I've said that a few times recently with with ones particularly in Morfordville and it hasn't worked out but you know you've got to stick to the, the process what's worked in the past and I think this is well over I think it gets a good run eats up the trip and happy to have a full unit on the nines pick a room awesome. in the last of Morfordville good stuff and the, and the tropo oppo's on they just won out of I feel I saw that uh, Royal Mile, Lee Creek could be coming to the Eclipse next week. Yes, in, at, at court at Caulfield. Will uh, will they bring Troppo over? On uh, they'll I'm put, not sure. They put, He's ridden Caulfield before. He's ridden a I winner think, there. He rode one for Alan and Zara there. 
I think he rides in the float with the horses, Troppo. He's just that. He's at one with them. <laughs> he, he pats them. Yeah. I'm not sure about the um, like the GTX stuff. I'll look at that when, when that comes out. But I know that Royal Mile run his best IVR rating in that race on the weekend. And that was hey, let's, 12 to let's 15. Flash. Yeah, let's wait for that. <laughs> Let, let's flash back to Royal Mile winning on Saturday at our uh, punt club function. And... I'm not sure if you remember too much salts, but I have images of a Sultan standing up the front of 17 blokes singing, who let the dogs out? <laughs> well, we needed that one and the boys got around it. It was a real sort of, oh. who, 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 who let the dogs out? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was good scenes, good yeah. energies. Uh, mate, well, all the best, uh, all the best this week on the punt, listeners. Uh, hopefully, you don't have too much spring carnival fatigue, and we can kick on. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna continue on, aren't we, Salts, for another couple of weeks, and then we might even go on a little Chrissy break ourselves for a few weeks before yeah, the we boys, come back. The boys will need to freshen up over Christmas for sure, but the more tack the new year, eh? Yeah, absolutely. So all the best, and uh, back for usual recordings next Thursday. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Two Units Podcast. Before you send us packing for another week, please ensure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or hit the follow button on Spotify so you never miss a tip. While you're at it, please feel free to leave us a five-star review. And as always, please gamble responsibly.